On today's episode of Buy or Pass, we're going to take a Google's quarter one number for 2019 and see how it compares to previous quarters. So let's begin. Hey, my name's Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get in for new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So today is going to be part two of that Google episode. In part one, I talked about their earnings report and their earnings transcript. We got to see what their leaders had to say about the results and I highlighted all the key takeaways that I got from there. On today's episode, we're gonna take a look at the numbers. So if you guys wanna be more in-depth in Google and to see what they're actually doing with all these numbers, I suggest going back and taking an episode on part one. But if you guys just wanna take a look at their numbers, feel free to watch this episode and take a look at the video of the other video at any time. Like always, I'm gonna use this great website, lazyfa.com, which allows me to see all these numbers in a great visual manner. So let's begin. Like always, we're going to take a look at their income statement, their balance sheet, the cash flow statement, and then we're going to take a look at some metrics, followed by some red flags that this that Lacey FA shows us just to keep an eye on to make sure everything's here. So here we're in their income statement, and like I can see right now, everything looks pretty uptrend from their revenue. Obviously, with higher revenues, we have a higher cost of revenue. We saw where the cost of revenue is coming from and I like that we're seeing that they're definitely providing ads to, to get this revenue and we can see that gross profit is pretty pretty positive. One thing I it's weird to say I like and and it's that even though it is in an uptrend, we see that some quarters like last quarter did better than this quarter. So that means this company isn't perfect, but we're still in that strong uptrend because we can see but look, now if I take a look back at four quarters, again, it does seem like quarter four tends to be higher than quarter one. So again, I've, I've just looked at, at three past years, and it does seem like quarter four is always stronger numbers than quarter one. So even though we are in the uptrend, quarter four, again, was higher than quarter one. And that's been working in the past. So again, it's nothing abnormal to see this. But that quarter four last last quarter last quarter was definitely pretty strong. So I'm hoping to see further growth in this company. Revenue pretty strong. Cost of revenue, like I've mentioned, we we did talk about it last episode where that cost of revenue is coming from. But obviously, the difference between the two is this gross profit we have right here, and we can see this company's gross profit just goes up and up and up. Next, we'll take a look at earnings before income tax. The reason I like to look at this is just to take a look at where their cost is going. Normally, I like to see an uptrend from here. An uptrend from here going on. Usually, I like to see the same graph in gross of profit, earnings before income tax, and net income. Unfortunately, that is not the case. So, I'm actually going to take a look at their charts. Give me a second to set that up. So here I pulled up their uh, a chart with all the information from their expenses and we can see compared to previous quarters I don't want to take a look at quarter four just because we had such a hard re um, heavy revenue in there I'd rather take a look at quarter three and quarter two 
um, we can see here that the amount of operating expense has increased dramatically almost two billion dollars over actually over two billion dollars in operating expense we have also seen increase in sgna which is general um, sales general and administrative expenses then we have research and development and as well as tax expenses so now if we take a look back at their earnings before income tax we can see why it's it's going the way it is they are obviously expending more um but it's it's still good to see that this company is still pretty pretty green and heavy and we can see net income even though it's lower than previous quarters we see that why it has it has a higher tax expense and it has higher expenses overall so i do like that earnings before income tax and net income kind of share similar pattern wise earnings per basic share is sitting at about nine dollars and 58 cents per quarter so now um let's close this and let's take a look at any red flags that lazy fa has so here we're again on income statement and red flags this just gives us another way to view what we just saw here we can see revenue versus cost we can see revenue versus cost is such a big gap and that gives us our gross profit which continues to uptrend and we can see it perfectly here in this line graph uh, revenue versus cost of growth percentage wise there's nothing here that's abnormal it does seem that cost of revenue growth is higher than revenue growth itself in almost all scenarios so lazy fa is definitely going to throw us a red flag here and let us know that hey keep an eye on this gross margin gross margin does seem to be declining um slowly and that's definitely a scary thing but we're still pretty high at 55.9 percent obviously this company is maintain is using more for research development and stuff and here profit margins pretty um not that low 18.3 percent uh, for a company collecting that much revenue um it's it's definitely pretty kind of low and it's it's not good um but it seems the average seems to be somewhere around 20 20 percent and to have such a low right now at 18.3 percent but at the end at the same time it's not doesn't look too bad at the moment so here lacy fa is throwing us some red flags obviously the first red flag is what i mentioned that revenue growth is out is being outweighed by the cost of growth um, which to me is not not a scary thing right now revenue is such a high compared to to revenue um to growth of revenue and here this second one is telling us that annual revenue is just constantly increasing and it's just telling us that hey be careful a company that usually just has revenue increasing all the time is is sometimes not all the time sometimes might be lying but if you take a look at quarterly it does have some dips so again for me thank you lacy fa for this red flag but it doesn't really tell me anything today next we'll take a look at one of my favorite sheets and that's the balance sheet i feel like i can learn so much from a company by using this um, so first we'll take a look at total assets total assets are dramatically increasing sitting at 245 billion dollars that is huge total liabilities is sitting at 60 billion dollars then we'll take a look at the shareholder equity in a bit is is pretty high sitting at probably 190 billion dollars 
but this ratio right here is almost um is it a almost it's almost a four to one ratio you can see here total debt i was trying to look at total debt at why this huge jump came and i can't seem to find out why i would have to do some more research but if you guys know why this total debt here increased i don't know if it's a bug of some sort at the moment um but i'll definitely want to take a look at this because we'll see that i am in the next in the next site um that i look it doesn't help me and find out where this is coming from but here receivables this company is receiving a lot more money than it's paying out to its suppliers so that's a great thing and this is awesome cash and cash equivalents are about 20 billion dollars of the company's current assets so that's that's huge numbers i mean just their cash and cash equivalents is one to a third ratio on total liability so that's definitely a great great thing to know this company definitely has a lot of money in it right now and it definitely has to my opinion it doesn't have such a huge debt compared to other companies in ratio wise so here we can see total assets versus total liabilities and that gap here between the two is giving us a shareholder equity which is just continuing to go up and it's sitting at 183 billion dollars that's definitely a lot of money for you shareholders and that I'm liking that right now assets versus liability growth not huge concern for me here so we can skip that and this is again my favorite part about lazy FA this asset distribution chart and liability distribution so here we can see current investments 94 92 billion dollars of it or 40 percent of the asset distribution is current investment so these are like current money markets or any type of of items that they can actually remove the money right away um same with and then the next thing is great is 16 billion here we can see the 16 billion seven percent are cash and cash equivalents so here we have about over a hundred billion dollars in current and what i would call current assets um again even receivables i would consider current assets we can see a huge portion of it is property and plants and equipment this company has a lot of data centers and a lot of campuses for its engineers so it's definitely um definitely reasonable for this company to have 25 percent of its assets in property and plants here we can see this company it doesn't have heavy inventory which is great and it doesn't have heavy total at um tax assets which is great i don't want tax access to be a huge portion of asset distribution um and it does have non-current investments so we can see just just between these three which i would consider strong cash related um objects are over 50 percent of the total it's about 55 percent of the current total assets and here we can see here's where i i, I would have loved to see that seven billion dollars increase in debt but I don't see where it's coming from. Wait a minute. I was looking at quarterly data. There we go. Now I see where this is coming from. And this is coming from non-current debt. Non-current debt jumped up dramatically from $4, four billion to, uh, to $12 billion. So that's where we see that seven. Okay. So this company took out a loan of some sort. But again, the number here is not a huge number in my opinion. We can see 34% of it is non-current debt, but that's only sitting at $12 billion. Non-current investments can pay off non-current debt. So that, that to me, cancel off. 
This company has no current debt. Tax liability is sitting at $13.65 billion. Again, the amount of liability this company has is not anything I'm worried about at all. Here we can take a look at some of the red flags. The first red flag is just telling us that liability tends to grow at a faster rate than assets. But when that gap is so big um, at the moment right now, it does not scare me one bit. If I continue this, if I see that that gap decrease, it might mean something. But we're seeing shareholder equity increase over time. So to me, that gap, does, that, that increase in growth and liability doesn't really mean anything to me. The next is just telling us that that does seem to grow a little faster. And we can see we have this outlier this, this year of almost two times the current total debt. It went from $4,000 to $12,000. So again, that's definitely a scary thing to see. But with the amount of cash and assets this company has, um, it's not. If it was some other company that didn't have that strong of an asset, that this would definitely mean something. But at the moment, this does not mean anything to me just between because of that asset ratio between the liability ratio. And just if I was to do cash equivalents, non-current investments and current investments will still be higher than the total liability distribution. So to me, this company is definitely at a great place. The final thing I want to take a look at is cash flow statement. Um, in cash flow statement, we see this this company is positive cash flow from operation. So that means its everyday use is providing a positive cash flow. I don't like to look at free cash flow. I prefer to just look at cash flow from operations. And we can see we're sitting strong at $12 billion. And finally, here, price to earnings ratio. We see this price to earnings ratio sitting at a low 30%, which seems to be almost close to its average. Um, so at the moment, it doesn't seem to be too expensive of a company. And from everything we've seen from this episode and episode two, I definitely would like to give Google a buy. And if I was looking for another investment, Google is a company I would definitely invest in. We can see they're investing heavily in important sectors, machine learning, cloud sector, and AR. They are increasing their revenue in YouTube and anything that's related to YouTube by having subscription based on YouTube music and YouTube TV. They are they have growth in all geo sectors from US, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Pacific regions. So this company is at a one a strong place. It is investing research and increases research and development costs, and it is hiring it is hiring more engineers and sales force um, for their company. So for all those reasons and the numbers we have here, there's nothing here that really threw me that threw me out. Um, that kind of scared me off. All the numbers look good. We have a strong balance sheet, a strong assets versus liability ratio and that income statement this company is increasing revenue i just wish that gross profit as we saw that gross profit and um those gross margin and profit margins increased but i do think right now we're in a section in this time and era where this company should be investing more in increasing its technology and then revenue will go come from later on so i definitely will give google a buy and now look to increase um to invest in this company so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure to post in the comments what you thought about Google. Did you learn anything new? 
the um what did you find interesting post anything to get help help the computer the community learn more about google so take care guys have a good night and see you next time